Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobodies Podcast. It's another somebody session in which these nobodies bring on a somebody, or in this case, somebodies, who are experts or rising stars in their field. This week, our somebodies are our podcast friends, our group text friends, and our friends in real life friends. Separately, one is a massively memorable meme creator, and the other is one of the best concert violinists north of six foot two. Together, they host the widely popular Cleveland Browns podcast, Dogs of War, a show that celebrates the triumphs and struggles experienced by Browns fans everywhere. To give us an NFL preview, please welcome back two of our favorite somebodies, Kevin Tuletta and Raleigh Davis. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. That was sick. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. You're good now. Now you're Yeah, you can talk now. Oh, okay. We, hey guys, Bryce, thanks for having us. Bryce always gives like the most bizarre instruction to our guests about when they can speak. And every time he gives the instruction, nobody knows when to talk. No, because well, you and said, hey guys, and then Raleigh goes, that was sick. And then you didn't point. So I don't know what to do. Right. He always says, I'm going to point. And I'm like, I n- I've never pointed once. You guys, I always give either too little information or too much information. And either way, it's wrong. It's bad because no, no, one, no one still knows what yeah. it is. Nobody knows what it is. Yeah, I made an incredible intro. It was super, like, what, nice, generous, well, whatever. What am I going to do? Not say thank you? That was you? the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. All right. Well, I, normally, normally, I would have had Annie read that part. But I knew that she would not she would not utter the phrase our friends in real life friends because it just would not she would not you would yeah. she would not say any of that so yeah, I, I was I like would. i better i better take this one no <laughs> like, i, I can't lie something. to my listeners no and i would no i would have said something along the lines of the two guys that put up with bryce in the group chat that's a yo yeah that's good too yeah we yeah, were just we I were we were chatting today earlier about how we're shocked that annie has not left our group chat floored <laughs> That was a really good. That was a really good uh, observation, Kevin. Because I really thought that for sure she would have at least left once. I do like to. I do like to just leave a group chat with like no explanation. It is such a flex. Do, yeah. Do you, think, do you think everyone's listening is just super jealous that they're not in our group text? Yes. Chat. Honestly, Papa Wilk might be. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Well, yeah, we we, we had a, we also had a debate about like what we should call the group text because wasn't there wasn't there like wasn't I mean we settled on oh, nobodies yeah. of war but there was also I mean obviously I was the one that was spearheading this because no one else obviously. gave a shit <laughs> no one else gave a shit but wasn't I was there just a- thinking I was like I don't remember there being any issue with any yeah. of this. <laughs> no nobodies of war is perfect though I think that's it was good. the best group chat it's name fun. I have in my phone. It's just nice when that pops up because then you're like, I mean, Kevin, the other day you were like 46 new messages. You're like, what? Did someone die? No, I actually got nervous because I looked at my phone and nobody's aware. There's like 48 or 50 new messages in a matter of five minutes. And usually that's bad news when it's that many. I was like, oh, no, I thought like did someone like something bad happened. And so I'm glad nothing yeah. happened, though. It's just some good jokes. It's yeah. probably my fault. I, I text in like partial 
text, which is probably no, but super not annoying. fifty in five minutes since I looked at my phone. Last. No, but That's we're all like, very oh. notorious. I was just gonna say we're all very notorious of like just like single sort of like it's yeah. like da, 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 da. like we all. I think oh yeah. That, that's just how millennials operate. I don't know. I don't know anyone that doesn't text like that. Like, like who sorry. texts in a block? Like yeah. I don't. Yeah, I text how I say yeah. things. So, <laughs> all right, you guys. You guys, a new football season is upon us, and you guys just started recording season three of the Dogs of War. If you guys, the listeners, aren't familiar, their podcast Dogs of War is a celebrated podcast about the Cleveland Browns. They have special guests, game breakdowns, and other exciting news coming out of Cleveland. So, what are you guys doing differently this season? How are you shaking shaking it up? This season. Oh shit. <laughs> Kevin, you feel that. I think the thing that I'm looking forward to most is you look back at the first season when we had no clue what the hell we were doing or what our we wanted our identity to be. Last year we got rolling a lot quicker, a lot faster, thanks to COVID. Um, everyone was just locked inside, so we got to have a lot more guests and a lot more time to sit around and talk about it and podcast. This season, now that we've signed on with the fan sided network and we just have a lot more exposure because of them and just naturally just as we continue to grow the podcast i think this year it's just going to be a much more polished product than it's been the last two seasons so i think that'd be the biggest change that people will notice nice and we sold out we're doing ads <laughs> yeah we are doing ads now Shout you. Out you know, that's that's the dream in the podcast world and I think, too, that to your point, that's an interesting thing of podcasting because it's so funny to go back and listen to your early episodes and just to see how you guys have evolved as hosts or the content has evolved or whatever. Like podcasting is a very unique medium that allows you to do that. No, that's I'm horrified to listen to our first couple episodes. I, we, we should probably just take them down, Rally, but great point. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't know. I think we did our job. I got a couple of texts unprompted. From various people that said they started eating at Taco Bell because of the podcast. That is true. I forgot about that. You're, that's right. What did you guys? What did you guys know. say about Taco Bell? That the cheesy Fiesta potatoes are. We had like a twenty-minute impromptu Taco Bell conversation, like episode two, and I'm more alarmed that people weren't eating Taco Bell before. That. Agreed. Well, they preach uh, a lot. I, I think it got a uh, stigma or. People just assume that you can only Diarrhea eat Taco is Bell. The stigma. No, yeah, that too. But I mean, that's that's still you're not out of that water. Um, <laughs> but people assume that you would only go to Taco Bell like if you were absolutely hammered, and you reach yeah. a point in adulthood where you're like, actually, it's pretty good sober. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if my my standards have gone down or that's just getting old or something. But Taco Bell is there. For all of us. Like, ooh, it's 10 o'clock on a Wednesday, and that Uber Eats app is just calling my name. God, <laughs> yeah. if we keep talking about this, I'm going to need to get Taco Bell for dinner. <laughs> well, I once I once um, spent $23 at a Taco Bell Kentucky Fried Chicken KFC at KF. What do you call those? Taco those Kentucky Fried Taco? Yeah. like What restaurant were you at? Wait, what? KFC or Taco Bell? It was okay. You guys haven't you seen? There's like a there's like oh, a, the the, there's a split. Ones. There's a combined like a KFC. Sometimes they're KFC Taco Bell. Sometimes they're Taco Bell and some Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut Taco Hut. Look at a rest stop. Um, it was at a rest stop. I was actually going to Columbia, Missouri. This is in college, and people the people who I was with were absolutely mortified at the amount of food that I had. Cause that's like 23, that's like 23 tacos. And I just, I ate it all. I was like, Oh, this isn't a big deal. Like I can eat this as if like I'm calories didn't mean anything. Willing to bet that that's not the only reason they were mortified. 
that's a lot when you're in college. That's it's like a, a lot. It's a lot. It's like, and I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I was like Daddy Warbucks or Richie Rich or something. I don't really know what was happening there. There were mo there were nights in college when I would go get Taco Bell for dinner and then hit it again on the way home. <laughs> like no shame in my game. No, that's why you order. Yeah, you order like maybe one or two less tacos than you normally would because you know yeah. you're going to be back in a few hours. Oh yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. Do you Pro guys promo? Would you guys put the like? Would you put tacos in the refrigerator to eat later? Is that something that you guys would do, or is it like? Because is it like pizza? If it's not eaten yet, like if there's a bite or something out of it, gone. But if it's like a couple extra tacos, twenty four hours in the fridge, then it's gotta go. Okay. I, I, I legitimately don't think I've ever had leftover tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, it barely makes it out of the bag. <laughs> you guys, also, like, also, we've been talking. I mean, it's my fault, but we've been obviously everything is. But it, we've been talking about Taco Bell for three minutes, and you, we learned from you guys to never do free ads. So I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, Taco Bell gets a. Taco so Bell gets a pass. We're all loyal. It doesn't yeah. matter. We're gonna go there regardless. So when That's me and my point. wife started dating uh, four years ago ish. Um, she introduced me to going to Wendy's and Taco Bell in the same like run. So you get some things from Wendy's, other things from Taco Frosties. Bell. Frosties. Yeah, Frosty from Wendy's yeah, for sure. Uh, nuggets from, I mean, she got like a respectable order for me. <laughs> I'm like doubling down. Like, oh, that was $30 in two restaurants <laughs> without delivery fees. But, oh, that was, a, that was a happy day. That's when I knew she was the one. Yes. Oh, that's nice. I love that. Yeah, that is really I, and a couple it, dollar menus. Well, you can do anything with it. Fact. Oh yeah. Well, you guys, going back to your podcast, you said <laughs> that the your journey as podcasters sort of parallels the Browns' trajectory. So I want to get into the Browns a little bit later, but I want to know from that aspect, how do you? Why do did you make that correlation? Yeah, how do you stand by that? Well, first off, we thought of it last week, shortly before recording. But we realized, so when we started it in 2019, there was a lot of hype behind uh, the Browns team that year. It was a little bit underwhelming. We were just Oh, wait, off of Raleigh. Sorry. Today's the two-year anniversary, August 9th, 2019. Oh, shit. Congrats, us. Oh, my congrats. gosh. Congratulations. congratulations. Episode uh, one. Sorry, keep going. No, good call, dude. Um, so we started the podcast. Everyone's hyped about the Browns. Everyone's hyped about us. It's a slightly – Slightly underwhelming 2019 season. We went six and ten. Um, the podcast probably went the equivalent of six and ten for podcasts. <laughs> Why do you say that though? Why do you say that? I don't know. I'm trying to make this analogy work. <laughs> Stop calling <But> it out. <laughs> second okay. year. Fair. Second year, we start blowing up. The Browns, they break the playoff drought and they go to the Pittsburgh and beat the shit out of the Steelers in the playoffs. Second year the podcast was around, the Browns did equally sick. Um, so this year, we're just hoping for that podcast slash Browns Super Bowl equivalent. Also, yes. if I can pig just piggyback off that, everything you said was spot on. What he was a, a more uh, a shortened version of that is we started podcasting about the Browns before it was cool to start podcasting about the Browns. Right. Okay. You see all yeah. these like, you know, and I'm not going to put us on any kind of, we're not looking down at anybody. We're all the same team here, but you see a lot of these different accounts and little podcasts and sites popping up as of like last year. And which is, I guess it's great. I mean, I love that people are, you know, hopping on, but. Well, we just thought we would, <laughs> there were a lot of podcasts before we got there. We just thought they were all really boring. We're like, we're going to do that and try to be funny and somewhat 
intelligent, but not pretend to be like a sports analyst, which sports journalism is the biggest <laughs> sham of an industry. It's like all these ESPN guys just speculating on things that have no like impact on the game or how a season plays out. We, however, know that if the better our podcast does, the better the Browns do. So that is you know. that is a tried and true fact. So let's just yeah. put that out there. And it's what science. motivation to turn out good product? Yeah, hey, just people so people, like just so people that listen to the nobodies but don't listen to our podcast. So the smart people, this isn't some kind of shtick Raleigh oh. does. Like we'll have when players come on, humble brag, Raleigh will like tell them, you know, you're welcome that our podcast played a part in you guys getting to the playoffs. Yeah. What? How do they react to that? What yeah. We haven't, bullshit. We haven't said that yet. No, no. Why? It was just a why. Oh, why? We might have said it to why. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he knew we were kidding, kind of. Um, but yeah, now we're going to use that as like, hey, you should come on our podcast. They leave you on unread, or they leave you on red. It's like, mm. well, guess what? Last time Baker came on the podcast, and guess what? Ended a playoff drought. So. True, but to be fair, we also conned him into coming on both times. Yes, yes, we. Yeah, did. you guys really like sussed him out. Like you, you, you pulled it out, pulled him out. That's great. Well, I actually no, I, wait, wait, wait. How by having M on? All right, so yeah, that, no, that sounds like we're we're not using M to get to Baker. Baker like accidentally came on, is what I should say, okay, twice to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he no. walked into the room twice and was like, "God damn it, these idiots again." <laughs> But he knows you guys now, so it's very different. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, uh, here we have a bone to pick with you. Here we are texting day in and day out. And all of us failed to mention that we were both having Carly and Wyatt Teller on the podcast oh, yeah. the same week. Like, we oh, couldn't right. have, like, spr- like it, it was so fun. I mean, it was a perfectly – it was perfect, actually, for both – because we both – Cross promoted, so it was actually really, yeah. it was really funny, especially since we are so close. But it's like hilarious. We like that never came up in like all the all the texts. Yeah, that was one of our most listened to episodes ever. Really, and I think it was just the the tellers were on this podcast world tour, so everyone they was were. into it. Like they everyone were. was like all about the tellers. Like the, the week of the tellers. So, and I, I agree. I, I think I, it's hilarious that we never t- like we didn't even have a clue we were doing it until they both just were like we announced they're coming on. <laughs> But at the same time, though, you know, figure what they have like a few weeks maybe combined throughout the year where they can actually like, sit down and do it. For so sure. I guess it makes sense. And, you yeah. know, you guys, you guys, you know, I took this opportunity to ask him about Taylor Swift and you guys, you know, actually asked him about. That was good. So that's a <laughs> big delineation, though. But like, no, no, because it was two different conversations. Yeah. Like, very in, your, in your episode, Carly talks about like flashing the whole wedding. And Arbuso, we're talking yeah. about like Wyatt and like the O line coach. So like it had a great, it, it was two awesome conversations. Yeah, yeah from just the same, from like the same day or like whatever. Yeah, that, was that was hilarious. So, but you guys said okay. So now this is another thing because um, you're the you have two episodes out now by the time this this comes out. But the, your first your premiere episode, um, you guys said you're not going to be swearing as much. So that's another bone to pick me up. We have to be, why are you not swearing as much for no, Fox we, takes? We, we didn't say that. We, I don't remember what we said, but somebody said to me as my brother, actually, if you're going to swear, if you're going to drop an F-bomb, make it fucking count. So <laughs> he has uh, Our mothers individually asked us to stop dropping so many F-bombs. Oh. Uh, and I think we're just going to be a little, we're just getting smarter about how we talk. Just make it, We're not as lazy anymore. 
Make That's it count. so interesting. No one has asked me to stop dropping F-bombs. I know. I was going to say, well, maybe no, I don't no, notice we had, a, we had a serious problem. Oh, did you? I've never noticed I it. I didn't but notice I, it either. Yeah. <laughs> Serious problems to stretch, but that's kind of funny. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're though. just dropping f bombs every other sentence. Like, hey guys, what were the fucking dogs of war podcast? Um, no, it's uh, yeah, our moms definitely were a big part of that. So fair, Annie. No Never one said it, the moms. No one said to stop dropping the f f bomb. I have never been told don't swear on the podcast. My mom's like, that's just you. <laughs> that's great. You have a, you have nice. a very uh, you have a a good swear, like a not yeah. offensive, like it's subtle. Yeah, ours Thank were like you. angry, like rant. Oh, I okay. Don't, I don't put a lot of like emphasis on it. I just kind of like work it into my everyday language. So I think people. You say it very eloquently. It's a very flow. Thank you. Flow, flow. Well, it's feminine. Ah. It's feminine. So. Ah. Well, I think too, you know, to your point, like you guys started in 2019, you started your podcast and like, so did we, we were a couple months, we were like two months after you. Um, and I do think it's interesting that we, I, I was going to say, like, we podcasts were obviously extraordinarily popular before, but now I feel like they've gotten just, like, out of control. So in in, in a good way, because I listened to a lot more podcasts in this last year and everything, but I just – I was curious if you guys had sort of, like if, – if you had evolved your sort of, like – is there anything that really you were, like, had to sit down and say, all right, let's, let's change this, let's do – let's kind of zig – instead of zag or is there, was there anything like that? You want to go first? <laughs> uh, zig and zag. I feel overall we've, we've stayed pretty true to what we were going for. Like when I asked him to start this with me, he was like, well, there's a shit ton of Cleveland uh, podcasts and they're all like, what are you going for? I'm like, yes, I agree. They're all bad. Basically trying to celebrate the fan or the culture of being a Browns fan more so than just like the X's and O's and rant about stuff, throwing some Taco Bell themed life lessons here and there and just make it interesting and keep it moving forward. Like without overstaying the welcome. I mean, sometimes we have episodes that go longer if we're feeling it, but in out once a week, nobody gets hurt, have fun. We need a lot pay phone. I mean, we haven't derived from it too much. Uh, we've started getting better with interviews, I think. I think how we've evolved is, yeah, making episodes shorter and more concise, just being able to, to flow off one another and read off the other, especially during interviews. Bryce, you said it, you know, there's a bazillion podcasts out there and you see this all the time. People debating, oh, everyone has their own podcast. There's too many. There's not even uh, an ounce compared to the number of songs that are on Spotify mm -hmm. and all, I mean, and, and music artists on Spotify, like they're not even close to that number yet. And everyone still gets plenty of listens across the board, right? Yeah. So, you know, you can't come into it trying to think that you're going to be Joe Rogan or, or something like that. But I think the one thing that we learned is, again, so I said, <clears throat> making it more concise, not going on to make our episodes because you lose people's attention. You, you really do if you're talking about, you know, sports or one game. But also we added one more episode during the season last year called the Friday five, which comes out Friday mornings and it's five minutes tops. And it just previews him and I switch off every week. It's five minutes, just the quick hits, um, injuries, uh, spreads, news, uh, clips from Stefanski in and out real quick, because we know that some people can sit down while they're working or working out or in the car and listen to a full episode. Other people just can't. 
And that's cool. Mm -hmm. So we knew that if we gave other people, uh, I guess, a different audience that five minutes instead of a full episode, that we would get more listeners and a different listenership. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how do you guys – so let's talk about this Friday Five thing. So you guys – you how do you guys decide what is going to be in that five minutes? Cause that's not a very long, especially at a podcast. That's not a very long amount of time. Raleigh, what do you, what, what do you guys do? We, we pretty much go rogue with that. I don't think we've really edited the other ones. Uh, okay. The other guys. When but we you guys pull clips, like you said, you like, you, you like it, you'll hear Stefanski talking or something but like that. Another admit, good thing is that we do ours very differently, which is also, which is also good. Okay. Like I, okay. I like killing some of that five minutes with Stefanski's, he always gives a 30 second, like what his thoughts are on that upcoming game. I just like including that. Um, whereas Raleigh can take that 30 seconds and write or say something funny or over here in left field that I couldn't think of. So just different dynamics we have in different styles. Raleigh, yeah, that's really smart. Raleigh, do you incorporate some of your uh, signature or vocabulary um, in, into these Friday fives? Like I know you say uh, sick a lot in our in our group chat like that was sick or this was sick i'm sure annie loves annie do you like when raleigh Honestly, says sick i don't know I if don't, i listen to I the friday fives <laughs> what do you mean what? you don't love it um no raleigh i love you but i don't love when i don't love the word sick well annie always tells me that tight is a very is a very I problematic word for me like tight. oh that's super tight like that's so oh. tight Okay, but Annie, you okay? Wait, but Annie used a crazy word on your on your Instagram story the other day that was like it was a crazy word that I never I didn't even know what it was. It was like chew, I used chewy. It? Yeah, it was like chew, oh, chewy, chewy. What is yeah. that? And I didn't you see on my Instagram story? I said I don't even know what that is yet. Oh, I thought you were talking about what you were saying previously on your. But no, what it's is supposed chewy? To basically, be like basic. I guess it's like. The basic things that millennials do make us chooky. So am I chooky? Like 100%. To, to the core? Yeah. All right. You invented the chew. <laughs> the chew. Uh, I don't even know if I'm sounds, using it right. That sounds like something it needs like. It's a new word. I never heard of it. What kind of like ass ass LA jargon is this? It's, let me. Okay. This is like a very. Oh, I can't believe you guys haven't heard of this. Let me look it up on Urban Dictionary. This word I, is definitely gluten free. <laughs> If it's an LA word, LA vocab. Totally. I've never heard of that in my an, life. It's not an LA word. They've been using it for like it's, the last It's Gen Z, isn't it? It's Gen Z it's that they created thing. it. Yeah. Okay. So it's <sighs> the opposite of trendy. Stylish in middle school and high school, but no longer in style. Used when someone <laughs> so still me? follows used when someone still follows these out-of-date trends. This may include, but not limited to fashion, habits on social media, usage of slang. It's so oh, you guys god. are both chuggy with your sick and your tight. Yeah. Oh wow. god. And Kevin is chuggy cuz he isn't what <laughs> not cool anymore since Like no you're going like surf in LA after your chuggy or whatever. Like that's, that's the most LA word I ever heard in my entire life. I feel like I'm in an episode of Rocket Power right now. Like <laughs> one of the characters was probably named Chuggy or the Hills. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. some some girl came up with it. Um it's, it I like the word. Cool. The word sounds cool. Chuggy. No, it's Chugi, C-H-E-U-G-Y. And oh, Chug. Oh, T-O-O, like Tugi. No, no, wow. no, Chugi, Chugi. Chug really wow. does sound like something that you need, like, you need, like, a doctor's help for, like, some yeah. sort of, like, yeah. antibiotic. 
Um, you guys did say too on your podcast that you're going to start uh, to focus on, or Kevin, you wanted to focus more on mental health. You guys were talking about your your mental health. So what? Why is that important to you to talk about on the show? I think we're not going to be, you know, by any means, any kind of like mental health podcast or talk about it all the time. But I think that you know nowadays the stigma just has to go. It has to be a lot easier to talk about this stuff with people and a, a huge majority of our listenership are like the 18 to 24 range shout out uh, analytics and you know that was <laughs> right around the time you know when i was 24 25 is where i you know went to see a therapist for the first time to help out with some stress and anxiety and you know it took me several years to be able to admit to, to myself that i need to go talk to somebody i need help i can't do this myself um so I just want to, again, just just knock that stigma off and just let people know they can hear two idiots just talking about it because we have legit real experience. And, you know, I can't speak for Raleigh, but, you know, what I've been doing or, you know, going to see a therapist and is the best thing I've ever done in my life. So our hopes is just to make it a less scary topic to talk about and that it's totally cool to raise your hand and be like, hey, I need some help here. And yeah. that's awesome. And therapy is one of my favorite things in the world. Well, and also it seems like, I mean, the Raleigh's whole, your Instagram, Angry Browns fan. I mean, there's obviously a, a ton of emotion behind being a Browns fan in the first place. So you'd think that having like, I mean, that having those two kind of interwoven sort of makes sense. What, like you'd have to focus health? on your mental health. Well, just yeah. you guys would have to focus on anybody who's a Browns fan would have to focus on their mental health. I mean, hopefully, you know, it's obviously things are turning around. So maybe not so much anymore, but. No, in the last three years, I've uh, gone to see them a lot less, and that definitely correlates to the team's performance. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely see that. I like that. I like that you guys are incorporating stuff because, like, you're right. I think that the, you have to take the stigma away and and just you know own it. To be clear, um, well, I think Angry Browns fans was probably a dumb name selection just because I'm not. I've never really gotten angry at them. But I thought it was like catchy. But a name. lot of people do. A lot of people yeah. do. But they're also kind of. It's like, well, they're still your guys, and they're still human beings. Right. Like, what are you going to do? It's not their fault that they got drafted by the shittiest franchise in history. So back to your question about the. Uh, they're not the shittiest franchise in history. They are turning it around. Yeah. But the past twenty years have been like we had. That was our first winning season since two thousand and seven, mm and -hmm. since the two thousands. That was the third winning season, right? So it's like, uh, like second, I, second. I don't know. It, it's statistically no. harder to be as bad yeah. as we were. Yeah, it's like they were defining numbers. Good. Yeah. Um, but we are turning that franchise around, and you can see it. Everyone's happier. I'm happier. Um, but it's also like, God damn, it was easier when the Browns were bad because then it was like you know you don't have as high of expectations. Because right now I am fragile. I am. That's a good point. And I don't know. But it's a whole new world. It is. A You're like Jasmine world. and Aladdin. There's just there's things that I never knew came along with having a competent organization and a football team. Like I am looking forward to seeing training camp highlights and press conferences the last couple of years. Where in seasons past, I, I cannot start till week one because it's all I can take but now I can't get enough. This episode is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Listeners, if you guys want a place to find amazing chic apparel and one-of-a-kind custom designs, 
go straight over to emilyroggenberg.com. Annie, I love her city-based clothing. She's got t-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies with all of your favorite cities on them for you to wear with pride. She's got Cleveland, New York, Los Angeles, which is where I live. Except you go home to Nebraska for four months at a time. Okay, but that's the beauty of Emily Roggenberg's designs. You can wear all this stuff no matter what city you're in. No, I get it. And personally, I love the empowerment apparel because it aligns and promotes values that I feel very strongly about and have talked a lot about on this podcast. Women empowerment, equality, kindness, and mental health. And all of the pieces are done in beautiful neutrals that can be worn every day. She also has these incredible photographs for purchase. So go to emilyroggenberg.com to look at all of her awesome stuff. And right now you can use the promo code NOBODY for 25% off your purchase. So please go check out emilyroggenberg.com and use promo code NOBODY. That's Emily R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K.com, promo code NOBODY. And now back to the show. Have you guys started getting into uh, like little game day rituals of like making sure that things are placed in the right spot or like where you're at for a game to help ensure that they win. Mind you, Riley drinks an egg and a beer. Yeah. This is game. It, yeah, and explain he has that. his socks. And the socks. And yeah. Alexa. And mm-hmm. my mom's not allowed <laughs> my mom's not allowed to text me on game day until after the Browns win. <laughs> okay, what's the egg and the beer? What is the egg and the beer thing? And is that it, it probably doesn't taste like anything because people People watch your story and they've asked me, like, what does he do? Like, how is that good? It was in the wire season two, and I think I did it one time and they won. I'm shocked it's not from True Detective, your favorite show ever. (laughs) That is the greatest show, (laughs) season one. You guys haven't seen it yet, have you? I'm two ups in. I'm going. I'm going. I've seen it. Are you really? Are you really, Kevin? I'm going. I'm going. When did you start? (laughs) What? When? Last week. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> you guys, if you want to talk true detective No, you know what it was? I started it the day before Lala. This was two weeks ago, and then I forgot about it. But I'm I'm in. I'm in. Okay, well, bring it back because episode three is kind of important. So it's one, two. I know we're not allowed to talk about him. <laughs> no, three, four, I know, five, I know we're not allowed to talk about four, him on this podcast. Six. But McConaughey, I mean, even two episodes in, I'm like – and I, not, not that I didn't know this before, but God, that dude can act. Why are we not allowed to talk about McConaughey? Yeah, I was going to say, we love him. Well, he's the biggest Texas fan there is. So I know we can't talk about it around the... He thought Bryce was going to make that connection. He's okay. (laughs) 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 I only know that that he's running for governor or something. (laughs) I didn't make that. Of course you do. Game day rituals. The The egg and the beer. Yeah. Uh, and you just started that? Did you start? How long have you been doing that? I think that was that started this year. I think. Oh, yeah, it did. It's also kind of my memory gets hazy because that's not like the only beer on Sundays. Um, I think that's <laughs> your started, single beer. It's true. That it started, usually happens before ten a.m. It started against the Bengals because I didn't do it for Ravens, and boom, we yes. started winning. We know well, that. Next thing you know, we're three and what did we get to four and one at one point? It was mm-hmm. awesome. But where did you get like? How did you get that idea? I guess where did you? Where did that? Come, oh, just from the wire. Obviously, you said that. Sorry. Well, I'm such a great interviewer. <laughs> no, I was like, no. what do you mean he answered that already? <laughs> well, I, I actually it. have adult ADHD. That's my little my same thing. Um, That's your cross to bear. 
Yeah, that is my, that's exactly what that is, Andy. Sick analogy. Um, so yeah, I, I struggle at like putting structured thoughts or having structure in my day to day. Just not a big structure guy. So people will ask me things and then I'll start talking and then I'm like, wait, what did they ask me? Um, kind of like where we're at now. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're no, that's, where that's how I am. Yeah. I don't know. That's what you need. That's why you need a. That's why you need a plan on your other monitor to tell you where this. Where the this fact that you failing. have two monitors in your apartment is alarming. <laughs> it's is absurd. It's absurd. Kevin. Do you have any game day rituals? If we lost the week before, I won't wear what I was wearing that week. I okay. try to switch. I try to wear something different. Like Raleigh has to wear the same jersey every week. I try to wear something different every single week. If we're on a a streak with something I've been wearing, either one of the jerseys or sweatshirts or whatever, that'll get worked back in. But um, other than that, Andy, what about you? Do you have any? Do you have any Browns? Uh, do you have any Sunday rituals? Um, I text Baker the same text every week, okay. and I'm not going to reveal what it is. Yeah. No, you can't. I don't want you no, to. Don't. don't. Um, Please don't. But that but, just that is your brother-in-law. So yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But I text him the same text every week, and when we win. Then I always go back and copy and paste that original text. Oh, okay. Um, from the winning game. So, and then if we lose, then I start over. Yeah. When he played, um, or I'll send him like really stupid gifts of the opposing team's quarterback. <laughs> Have you ever said this before? Have you ever out loud ever said this out loud before to anybody? Because if you haven't, we gotta stop. It needs to be um, edited out. Yeah, I <laughs> like, have. talk about my, superstition. Because my no, family, like, like I've said it out loud to like my family. And okay, okay. Tea and yeah, yeah, it's been said out loud. But okay, I'm not going to yeah. reveal exactly that superstition. What yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to say what. No one knows what I send him, so I'm not going to say that. Good. Yeah. I I will I will say I do wear a Browns shirt every Sunday, regardless of if we go and I have to dr I drink way too many Palomas and have to be carried out of a bar or just <laughs> or I'm just like, you know, hanging out <laughs> no, in my that apartment. Actually happened. That actually did happen. But it wasn't um, Palomas, it was champagne. Mimosas. But I had a Paloma to start. That's what ruined my day. That's what and ruined my you didn't eat any food. That's we asked, no, I had we a burrito. Were, we were asked to leave. <laughs> Oh, I've been there with yeah. you guys. So yeah. we're all going to be in LA for the for the Brown when the Browns play the Chargers, and so we'll need to you know reccreate something while we're here. Are you guys excited to come out to here? I can't wait. Two weeks, thirty three weeks pregnant, but I. Will be oh, here. have you guys ever been to California before, both of you? Oh yeah, yeah, I LA twice. Been to LA. Uh, we had a buddy, a couple buddies that lived in Redondo slash Hermosa. Oh, so right here, we went out there a few years ago and then I've been to San Francisco once, but no, I don't have any like crazy experience out there or time out there yet. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time out there. I wish. Yeah. What it about really you, Raleigh? San, San Diego twice or once. San Diego. Twice, uh, flew into LA uh, to go to Santa Barbara twice. Um, okay. Mucho, one of my best friends lives out there. Um, yeah. It's, Fantastic. LA, by the way, does that not remind you of the movie Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I mean, and also is. once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, well, I guess what I'm saying, where, wherever the hell I was driving in LA and I do not know, like probably movie, Hollywood, I'm like, holy shit, this just reminded me of the movie Pulp Fiction. And I'm like, well, I guess that movie did occur in LA, but other movies in LA 
don't remind me of LA. Like yeah. Picture reminded me of well, LA. if you, f- that you just sense? flew into LA and then drove down just, the coast or up the coast. You or were did in, you like, go to LA? Did you go into LA? Cause uh, that movie was filmed in like on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm pretty sure too. I don't think I was on Hollywood Boulevard, but I also have ADD and I may not have paid attention to like the mountains or something. So every January and February in Chicago, I curse myself out for still living here and not in California. So it'll happen again <laughs> in a few months. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you said, I met, as I mentioned in, your, in the intro, you are an expert uh, violinist. You covered at our, at our um, suggestion, you covered levitating by Dua Lipa. Do I need to delete that now? I was going to ask you guys. Why? Because the baby is all oh. over headlines right now. Is, is that well, cover I mean, still, still safe? It's, it's her song. I mean, it's okay. her We're song. still safe with that cover? All right, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But then fine. I sent I, when I was in Greece, I sent you a female violinist who was playing that song at a bar that I was at. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, you might have to delete it because of her. You know, I, didn't, I wouldn't, she, you know. Why? Because you didn't she get a date that. with her? <laughs> well, that, that, and it brings back poor memories. The, the, three, the two the other people, the two other people, which was a couple, actually they were from Chicago, said, said at the table, they were like, "If we stay here any longer, one of us is going to be going home with the violinist." <laughs> and we were both, and we were both like, "It's going to be the girl. It's going to be our friend. That's the girl that's going to go home with her." She's like, "I." She's so uh, hot. She's so yeah. hot and she's talent, so talented that I, she, from the thirty yeah. seconds or whatever you sent me, she was. Killing it. First of all, where do you find time to violin? Is that a is it a verb um, to play the violin? And uh, what are what are you going to cover next? Good question. Uh, I started weaving more violin uh, back into my weekdays the last few months. Um, I just realized it's just fun to have it right next to my desk, like already opened and sitting out. So like if I want to take a ten minute break between calls or between meetings, I can just screw around for a few minutes and play something, and it's just an automatic. Do your neighbors hate adrenaline. you or do they do they love do they enjoy it? Do you open your window like it's oh no no like, I, I like Disney? No, I do not Movie? like no, I don't okay. my neighbors will have no clue I ever play violin. He, he is oh. constantly, constantly playing the sad song from Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> like we're neighbors now. Sunrise, sunset, that like, one. It's like it's just literally on my roof. There. I can see Raleigh's place. So yeah. yeah. I was in Fiddler on the Roof, actually, in high school. Oh my god! We so gotta get that video just to drop. No, I, and I was and I danced. I had to do a Russian dance. Uh, my anyway, next cover—that's another podcast. My next cover, I think, is gonna be "Bad Habits" by Sheeran. Yes, or, oh, I said this. You should do this. I said you should do this too. Or yes, yes. Take credit. I won't take couple, credit though. No, you can. We'll see. I don't know, it's been a while. I him. think anytime you can add a violin to anything, like even a hip hop song, it just like elevates it. So I love the violin. Yeah, it's or so cool. Everyone levitates. plays guitar, everyone, yeah. pl- but like not many people play violin. So there's been a lot more doors open because of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And levitate. Yes. What? Yeah. No, I said, I said, or she said elevate and I said, or levitate. Levita- yeah. Yes. Yes. Believe that. Believe that. Believe <laughs> that. Um, oh, okay. No, God. you guys, you guys. All right. So let's talk real quick. Preseason. So preseason uh, start officially starts this weekend. What is the point of this? And also like, what do you hope comes out of it? Like, what is the reason they do preseason? <laughs> so we have three games this year instead of four. It's a new thing for the NFL, which is two. no three of them plus the Giants practices. So it went from four to three starting this year for all teams, not just the Browns. I, it's very, 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 again, this is something new for all of us. 
we're not going to see, or I hope we don't see many starters at all. Um, we might see Bake and the offense play one series every game. There's guys that we don't need to see. We know what they can do. Um, yeah, they want to go out there and maybe get the, the feel and the speed of the game back as Ben so many months. But the point of it is for the coaches to see, you know, some of the second and third tier guys who needs to stay, who needs to go. So okay. it's a lot of the, the guys trying to prove themselves. Um, and then same with the, we have, you know, two practices with the Giants coming up in Berea and Cleveland um, in a couple of weeks. And that's the same thing. Just getting against another team, a whole different, you know, give the offense something new to see vice versa. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I very glad that we don't have to worry about the starters really playing at all. Yeah. That's great. Well, um, Raleigh, you like so it looks like more than twenty thousand fans attended the orange and brown pra- orange and brown practice uh, <laughs> last weekend. Why are you laughing at me? No, because I texted you guys yesterday. I was like, I was laughing out loud at the clips of a sold out stadium for a oh, practice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was hilarious. You're making fun of me acting like I no, tried like no, trying no, to no. know something about well, sports. Nebraska I, no, sells no. out their spring game every year, so this is like. Not a shocking. So Kevin Stefanski comes out and he's like, you know, I, nobody wants to hear from me. They Browns post this clip. He's like, well, you, uh, we, we know you want to hear from number six. Baker comes out, like says this stuff. And I'm just th- like watching that video. I mean, obviously it's like incredibly, you know, like amazing, sick, tight, all the words, uh, what he's saying. Um, Cause it's just so like, let's do this. But I mean, Annie, is it weird? Is it like, that's your brother-in-law. Like that has to be so, that's just like such a, it's just like you hear all these screaming fans. Like he's on the field, like a camera, like television cameras pointing at him. I'm just like, this is so crazy sometimes to think about. Yeah, of course it's weird. I mean, yeah. I understand it because I think he's so good at what he does. So I understand oh, like yeah. the reaction. Um, and it's gotta be far weirder for my sister, but yeah he's so he's pretty good at like i'm chiming in on this like podcast and can't throw these sentences together like i'm stuttering (laughs) right now and he was just like he had like a short concise like he made it about the other players uh Mm -hmm. he sounded like a badass and everyone just went apeshit and everyone's just so jacked to be anywhere like covid's winding down well hopefully winding down knock on wood but not winding enough down enough for me to have to go back into the office but you know um and so there's like that the one year that we make it to the playoffs and get a playoff win it's like nobody could go to the game so now everyone's just chomping at the bits to get out there like i've never seen browns tickets this expensive everyone is so amped but Anyway, I love yeah. the practice that people got to go out and see them. It was the most they've had in that stadium in two years, obviously. And I love what Baker said after. No, I'm not just dick riding. Um, sorry, you can edit that out. Probably gets mad when I say that term. Wow, um, that, you really, you really went for that one. Not, not fangirling. <laughs> I've heard it I many was unfaced by that. Dick Both riding. Grow up. Right, like it's dick like that's riding. what they. That's what, it's that not. Works. I'm not fangirling. It's dick. Anyway. When he said we're all in this together, because he realizes that everyone, every Browns fan in the world, like thinks they're on the Browns roster. Like when Chubb got signed to that extension last week, it we all celebrated like we just signed that contract. So Baker relating to the crowd like that goes a long way with uh 
just That's how Nicholas Cleveland Chubb, rolls. Everyone, Nicholas Chubb was yes. was signing an extension contract. Um. <laughs> but no, like, it was great. Uh, okay, sports analyst Bryce, take a seat. It's, it's going to be a great just year. Cool to see. I mean, I think. One thing that's very unique about Browns fans is that they rally around the team regardless of how good they are. And yeah. so I think now it's really cool to see everybody on on the same page from you know the back office staff to the coaches to the players to the fans. Everybody has like this renewed energy. And I've only been a Browns fan for three years, but I've never felt like that level of it across the board. So I'm assuming spot it's on. never been like that. Yet. You're spot would you on. Say, would you say it's – First don't, energy, <laughs> don't wait. What? So would you say it's first energy? Because of the wow, <laughs> that was I like that. That was I good. hated it. I <laughs> that was that. Yeah. See, oh, you can't God. you can't play the thing that you don't know anything about sports anymore. Been doing this with me for two years, I just Bryce, don't you know plenty about sports. Okay, you guys, really quickly. Recently, <laughs> ESPN ESPN recently gave the Browns a five percent. Oh, ESPN ESPN recently gave the Browns a 5% chance of winning the Super Bowl this year. It just came out today. What are your guys' thoughts on it? Let it ride, baby. (laughs) That's 5% more than I'd rather them say we have negative 10% chance to do it. (laughs) All right. So uh, as you guys probably remember from last time, Andy and I really love our moms. So we thought it'd be fun to ask uh, one of them to submit some questions to ask our somebodies in a special segment we so uncreatively call the mom questions. These questions come from Annie's mom, Mama Wilk. Obviously. She's really excited that you guys are on again. Sweet Lord. Um, no, Mama Wilk, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm still single. I really don't. <laughs> Next question. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, typically they only submit one or two, but we have a, we have quite a few for you this week. Um, so honor. in a perfect scenario, so that 5% chance that – ESPN said that the Browns go to the Super Bowl. Who is in the Super Bowl with them? Uh, Bears, Packers. <laughs> Browns, <laughs> Packers. Ooh, Browns, Packers. I like that. So I live in Chicago, and so you always hear when you hear Bears, usually Packers are associated because of the big yeah. rivals. But if we go to Super Bowl this year, it's uh, Bake versus Aaron Rodgers. I like Baker. that a lot. Raleigh, Baker, do you agree? Um, no, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Tom Brady again. I think it's going to be Tampa. Okay. Don't love that, but we'll let it slide. But Um, Baker could dethrone him. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Yes. Um, What is your favorite food or snack in First Energy Stadium? Hot dog. Hot dog. Yeah. Because it's it's a quick eat and it goes a long way. Yeah. Good base. Good base. Totally. They also have really good buffalo chicken nachos. Nachos are good. The nachos are good yeah. there. Yeah. So they've got like the good queso. It's not like this yellow cheese that comes out of that baggie. <laughs> yeah, hot dog. God, actually, like, hot dogs are just great. Like I, hot dog on a golf course, hot dog. When it's a good hot dog, that's tough to beat. I would say the enlarged hard seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what is the worst or funniest thing that you have said to an obnoxious away team fan? Oh, Raleigh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, we almost got a fight the other night with a, uh, not really, but kind of, um, you guys have had some choice words, some, for some sports journalists. Too. 
Well, that's because they're not good. <laughs> Anna, Kevin, you go first. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I can say on like the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not you know what? No, podcast. I think I don't ever. I don't. I've never said anything like vulgar or absurd to somebody, but I do rip on Cincinnati Bengals fans and call them little brother all the time. <laughs> like Cleveland's little brother and yeah. that starts a lot of shit. So I guess that could be technically the meanest thing I've said because I call him little brother and I will always call him little That's brother forever. Game. I like that. Oh, there's her. I'm trying to think of a PG. <laughs> like 13. We were not asked by our mothers to stop swearing on our podcast. So you can yeah, say whatever you, you want. You could say an R rated one. Oh dude. It's like I've, I've yelled at kids before. <laughs> 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 like, um, <laughs> it's true. Not, not honestly, honestly, you can leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, uh, not, yell, not yelled at kids, but <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. But when oh. Raleigh does it, like he's the only one that could do it, and you know it's not like malicious; it's just wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, here's one of the more fun ones. We were in uh, Tennessee, and this was the we've been going on this like Browns trip for like ten years now, and. We're one and nine or one and eight, something which is absurd. But the one game, the one effing game that we won was in Tennessee, uh, the Titans. And it was actually the greatest road comeback in NFL history. Like we were down three to 28. And then Tim somehow, Couch? No, this was uh, Brian Hoyer, um, 2015. Oh. And we we're watching this replay, and the stadium was dead ass quiet. And it was just so weird. Like the, it was just, it's like, wow, we were getting killed like this. We'd be like, you couldn't hear anything, but it was just quiet. And this like Tennessee fan goes, Hey refs, hurry it up. Some of us have jobs to go to tomorrow. <laughs> and it was like a weird thing that didn't even, it was like silent or something. And then I just yelled. That's a very specific accent. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> no, that's exactly what he yelled. And then I just stood up and I yelled, they took her jobs. <laughs> like all these people started echoing the chant. Like they're just from oh South Park. Oh my god. Um, okay. She says you two are good together, meaning Kevin and Raleigh. If not football related, <laughs> what would you guys podcast about? Music. Music. Um, together. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you know. I don't I think know. Together. Together. Oh, together. Yeah, I think together is what she said. Like, she's saying, like, you guys together on a podcast are so good. So if you weren't going to do a Browns podcast, what would it be? Um, I think him and I would be fun. No, we wouldn't, not that we ever are fun. Um, if we were interview, well, this is, this is my opinion. Uh, him and I would be good at interviewing maybe, like, comedians. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That'd be fun because he would ask questions that I couldn't even fathom. And then I think it'd be a well-rounded conversation. Of, yeah. I think it'd be fun to interview comedians. Yeah. Yeah. And they also deal with mental health shit. So throw that in there. Boom. We got I mean that's every on comedian my mental health bucket list. list. So. <laughs> a mental health yeah. podcast is on my is on my bucket list. So I think I think that you guys you know, awesome. you know now they're doing these watcher podcasts. So you guys could watch True Detective and then talk about it. Yeah, I was about to say interview like other comedians or I mental health is what I want to say at some point do. But oh, I think that's health. a I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. I think you can make it funny. Damn. These are good. Um, okay. The final one that she has is other than the nobodies and dogs of war, what podcasts do you listen to? Um, regularly the history of Rome. Ooh. What? 
Is that yeah. for real? I, <laughs> I love this. I'm so taken aback by that. I just lost Raleigh, my whole train of thought. First of all, I watched an entire YouTube documentary like uh, when I was in Rome and I watched it every single night and I would like fall asleep to like the Roman, like Brutus is killing Julius Caesar at this time. Is that because <laughs> it was the only thing on TV in your hotel? No, I was watching it on YouTube. I was, I, I actually, I actually looked it up and I, cause I was very, I mean, as Annie, Aunt Annie always likes to say, I, this is not a history science podcast as though, although I want it to be. It's not. It's like, I really would like this podcast to be Schoolhouse Rock and it's not. So I, I appreciate that. So I didn't even that. know that was a podcast. Yeah, and that it's, is it's old. It's so it's far. like, yeah, it's done. It was like an old der podcast. That's what I'm going through currently. Um, but I don't listen to podcasts all the time. But this is one that I've like actually gone out of my way just because there's like a story sequence. But Annie, there's a whole lot you didn't know about the Romans. Let me tell you. And oh, sure. <laughs> I think it's where Western society is derived from. And this guy, he, uh, well, I mean, obviously it's where Western society derives from. What I'm getting at is that there's a lot of reoccurring uh, things that went on back then that you're like, holy shit, that sounds kind of like today. And there were just people back then doing the same shit that we're doing now, except, you know, swords and stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe I listen to so many podcasts, so maybe I'll have to add that to my list. Yeah, I think it's an, and they're easily digestible episodes. They're like twenty yeah. minutes a pop. Nice. Oh, that's good. Kevin, what do you listen to? What do I say? What's the question? It's been twenty minutes. Uh, How many? What podcast? No, do you I'm just listen kidding. To? Uh, talking out loud. L O W D. Great that Great date in basketball uh, podcast. If I do say so myself. Um, okay. I, I love listening to. I like <laughs> listening to uh, like one season like documentary podcasts. So do I. Those What's are awesome. Favorite? Keep plugging um, the Dayton one. Keep plugging the Dayton one. I want to hear right, more. Right now, I'm listening <laughs> to the Piketon Massacre and Carruth. Two yes, stories I, about yep. both. Yeah. I've listened uh, to Piketon. Have you listened to Dr. Death? Not yet. Put it on your list. It's okay. And then watch it on, it on, on Peacock. Uh, the, Side Hustle the, School is one of my favorites. Uh, Joe Budden podcast and Rory and Maul because I need okay. my music fix. But um, I like do Dr. Death. Do you watch – yeah uh, – the Doctor Death podcast doing is it right now in than the TV show. You'll love it. I'm doing um, it now. Neither of you listen to Smartless. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say, never you heard of it. Listen to Smart. Oh my god, <laughs> download it or like subscribe oh, to it right now. God. It's yes. um, we talk about it every episode. It's Will Arnett, uh, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes, and they have a celebrity. Oh, guest Smartless. Oh. Yeah, Smartless. It Follow. is okay. It's so good. It's so good. I was listening. Their episodes come out on Monday. I was I had Carter on a walk this morning, and I laughed out loud multiple times. Ooh, at Tony Hawk. Things. Yeah, yes. Tony Hawk was the last yeah. guest. They're not even like expert podcasters or anything. Like, but they're so funny and their dynamic is so good that it's like listening. Almost feels like you're listening to a master podcast class. Like that's how our every podcast should be. It's so that's, enjoyable. You, you, or diddle that. It's when you feel like you're just sitting at a table with people like listening to them talk yes you don't have to be a master broadcaster or a joe buck or whatever the hell to do this stuff i mean it just joe that's why buck. i say you guys have a great dynamic it's like you guys are just sitting around a table just shooting the shit making fun of each other well that's what yeah. it is with you guys too like, yeah yeah i think when you feel like you're sitting around with your friends it's it makes it so easy to just like listen and feel like you're part of it 100 percent. 
And I want to clarify too that you guys don't you don't have to be like the most the biggest Browns fans ever to listen to your and enjoy your yeah. show because you you guys bring you know you incorporate mental health you incorporate your own lives you talked about Lollapalooza in the last episode like you guys do a really good job of balancing out the stuff like you balance out you talk about the Browns and it makes me invigorated and interested in it but you also talk about other stuff so if you guys are like on the fence about listening to a podcast it's all about the Browns it's not it's it's very well rounded just too many good compliments I appreciate it like no one's ever said I mean I like my I feel like my head is gonna explode (laughs) if you want to see something a funny sight yeah Raleigh and I at a music festival at age 33 that I was living vicariously through your Instagram yeah. stories. I am not built for it anymore. I got two IVs last weekend. I saw <laughs> that they had those like on site, which is genius. Yeah. Phenomenal. I've had to get IVs a couple of times in Cleveland. Yeah, I did not last long at that. I, I No, but like Chicago, I'm sure LA has them uh, in what, yeah, probably 20 of them, but like Chicago has these IV clinics, like these, yeah. like you go in, it's like doctors and, and, and MPs and, you get you get to pick from like one of 20 different IVs and for years I was like oh this is a placebo but this is a, it doesn't work but no it brings you back to life it does it best really 80 does. bucks I've ever spent in my life oh it was only 80 bucks yeah it's not LA. Oh my god that's expensive but oh, it, out here, Bryce, they're like three fifty. but I'm saying like oh, you go in like you lay down you get like you know it's yeah. a whole thing it's like yeah oh if it was 80 bucks I'd get one every weekend it was incredible <laughs> Oh, I need to come to Chicago. You need to move to Chicago. All right, you guys. Well, that is our show. You can and should follow Kevin at Tuletta. That's the number two L-E-T-A on Instagram and Raleigh at Angry Browns Fans also on Instagram. And please go listen, like, subscribe, and rate their podcast, Dogs of War. The first two episodes of season three are now streaming on all podcast platforms. Is there anything else you guys would like to plug? Thanks for having us. You're Tim Couch, definition of a host. Tim Couch Week. Yeah, Tim Tim Couch Week is our newest episode up right now. It's Tim Couch Interview. And no, you guys, it's always a blast. I was so excited to come on tonight. Thank you for coming on. It's always so much fun. Okay, so if you guys are not already doing so, please follow us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Andy underscore Wilk, and at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for our personals. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.